1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Emotional Management. I'm Dr. Christian Conti. Look, I would love for you to be a part of the show. The number is 866-391-1020. Give me a call. Listen, this is going to be fun tonight. We're going to go in depth in so many areas. We have tons of questions that we're going to dive into And we're really going to dive into them quickly. But I kind of wanted to start the show by this. Look, there are so many good people out there. There are so many good people out there. We are inundated when we turn on the news with all the negativity, all the negative things that are happening and difficult experiences. We're also inundated in our own personal lives with negativity that becomes, well, let's just say really a huge part of our focus and our foreground, because well, it's negativity against us. But the truth is, there is positivity all around us. Since I got to do this show last week, I've really kind of concentrated on. I get emails and and I get comments from people all over the world. I do a YouTube channel, and uh, I hear from people literally all over the world. I hear kindnesses from people everywhere. My wife. Who is brilliant. She's my rock. She's the person who, who really kind of puts everything in perspective for me. She invited me earlier in the week to look at some of the positivity that comes my way. And when I did that, I did it from a different perspective. I did it from the perspective of really accepting some of the compliments that people give me. And I want to say honestly, thank you. Thank you to everybody who writes in, um, who, who, whether they comment on videos or whether they write into the website, I just want to say thank you. I think there's so much kindness out there. It's so easy to get caught up in the negativity. It's so easy to get caught up in the things that are negative, but when we take a moment to step back and see that positivity, we start to see it everywhere. So look, I, I know people listen from all over the world. I'm super thankful for that. We're housed here out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, however, and uh, and I live not far from Pittsburgh. And on the east side of Pittsburgh, there's a family-owned business called Artistic Pools. I had an opportunity. This is the type of business who's adjusting in every way they can. And they if you call in, they will come out to your car. They'll bring you the stuff, but they try to accommodate you in any way that they can. And I want to be clear about this. I'm not an advertisement. I'm not a paid endorser of this, um, of this uh, organization. I literally just had a beautifully positive experience at Artistic Pools today. By the way, the number there, 724 744 And I wanted to share that with people. They're a family-owned business who really goes above and beyond. There are so many local businesses out there that really need us to come out and support them. And that's what I want us to do. I want to be able to go out and support our local businesses because there are really good people out there who are working really very hard. And I thought about this as I thought, like, I just want to, I just had such a positive experience. I said, "I, I just want to kind of give them a shout out tonight on my show. And I thought about like how I listen to people when I listen to the radio. So one of the people that I really look up to a lot, I consider him a mentor, I'm blessed to be able to consider him also a friend, is Larry Richard. Larry Richard's on the morning show here on KDKA in Pittsburgh, and he's phenomenal. Like He's gen- genuinely a master at his craft. And I, I really, I really look up to him in so many ways, and when I listen to him, even endorse anything. I think, man, that must be awesome because I know him. I know him as a person and he's a genuinely good human being. And so I thought, listen, I need to just come out and endorse some local businesses. So I'm doing it tonight. Artistic pools. Check it out. If you need pool stuff, I'm sure they'll ship it to you if you're at a distance, but it's artistic pools in Harrison city. Okay. So listen, tonight, here's what we're going to do. We're going to look at whatever you're experiencing from a different perspective. Now listen, I want to say that again. We're going to look at whatever you're experiencing through a different perspective. We're living in tough times right now. I don't know, maybe they're great times. You call in, let me know. Let me know what's going on. But for many people, it's tough times. But here's the deal. When we look at other people who are struggling, we do so through a lens that's different from how we view our own struggles. <laughs> and, and, and we live in 2020, so we have enough neurological research, we have brain science that teaches us that the reason why we see other people's problems differently from how we see our own is we're actually literally looking at them from a different part of our brain. When you're struggling, for instance, when you're struggling with an issue... There's an emotional component to it. And so by nature, you're looking at that issue through your limbic system, through your emotional center of your brain. But when you encounter others who can help give beautiful perspective to it, they do so because they're looking at your situation from their frontal cortex, their higher level thinking center of their brain. And so we're literally looking at events from different ways. So I remember, my dad taught me first about uh, uh, Mickelson and Morley and, the, and, and how they studied the differences in light. In other words, light can be viewed as a wave or it can be viewed as a particle. But ultimately, it comes down to how you're actually viewing it. You see, light is both a wave and it's also a particle. It's also particles, but it's how we view it that determines how we see it. And that's what's going to happen tonight. Whatever's going on in your life, no matter what, I'd love for you to call in 866-391-1020 is the number. I want to help give a different perspective. I want to help you view anything that you're going through through a different lens because I believe that we're all in this together. And if I can help give you a different perspective, I'd love to do it. 866-391-1020 is the number. I'm Dr. Christian Conti. This is Emotional Management on KDKA Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Christian Conti. I love that intro music. I don't care how long I've done this. I've I listened to the radio my whole life. I never realized one day I would have my own talk show, and, and I'm, I am get so excited about the intro music. That's a little, it's little things, but it's the little things in life that make life all worth living. The number here is 1020. That's 866-391-1020. I would love to hear from you. I love talking to you, but I want to jump into this. I want to jump into this tonight. So I started off and I said, look, when we look at other people's struggles, we do so we do so through a different lens. Because when we look at other people's struggles, we're actually looking at what they're going through from a different part of our brain than what they're experiencing it. In other words, when you're in the intense throes of an emotional situation, your brain is experiencing it from your limbic system, from the center of your emo- your, your emotional center of your brain. But when you are answering what other people are encountering, you're doing so from your frontal cortex, your higher level thinking center of your brain here's how this translates so so many people ran into me so many people i've worked with through the last 21 years have said listen i know this stuff i can do it i I know what to say to other people i just can't do it myself and i hear that time and again and i appreciate that i appreciate that perspective but what i want to push people to say is this you you can do it yourself it takes effort Look, it doesn't take discipline to see from an outside, unemotional perspective what other people are going through. That doesn't take discipline. It doesn't take any work at all. It's actually relatively easy for us to look at people from the outside and, and give them comments about what they should or shouldn't be doing. But the more accurate reality is this. We actually don't need someone else to give us an outside perspective, because our brains have the capacity for something called mindfulness. Mindfulness. Now look, I've written about this in my latest book, Walking Through Anger, but mindfulness, the word itself, is a buzzword. People say it all the time. Mindfulness. what, What does it even mean? Here's what it means. It means... Taking a moment to be mindful, to be aware. I can't believe I just defined a word by its its word. (laughs) My parents are probably thinking, I can't believe you just did that. Listen, mindfulness is about being aware of what's happening in the present moment. Now, here's what mindfulness can target. Either internally, your internal experience, your phenomenological experience of the world, or... It can be about the outside world. In other words, you can become aware of what's going on in the outside world. So mindfulness helps us become the observer. Here's why this isn't just a buzzword. It's not just some fancy word people write about in bookstores. It's really an important word that relates to your life right here and right now. And here's why. When you're experiencing any emotional event, You're steeped in the heart of, like I said, your limbic system, your emotional center. But when you can step back and become the observer, almost visualize stepping outside of yourself, then what you do is you actually shift how you're experiencing that moment. In other words, you go from being in the emotional center of your brain to being in the frontal cortex. And when you can do that... It allows you to objectively decide how you might handle a situation. So let's say you're in the, you're in the throes of it. Let's say you're in the throes of a situation where you're struggling. Here's what mindfulness means. It means being aware that you're becoming more and more heated, becoming aware that your thoughts maybe are, are are rapidly just kind of going on a downward downward spiral where you keep going down and down. No, what if this, what if this, what if this? And the more you can become aware that that's what's happening, the more you can stop, step outside and say, look, so I I almost, and this is tough to do on radio, but I kind of want to give you this visual. It's almost as if, what if you could step outside of yourself and observe what you're going through? How much differently might you experience that moment? So look, this is what I'm here to do tonight. I'm here to help be that part of your brain. I'm here to offer you a perspective basically from another part of the human brain. Because what I really want to acknowledge tonight is that we're all going through a lot. We're going through a lot. And like I alluded to earlier, maybe you're not, maybe you're saying, no, I'm not going through. But if you are, Here are some things that I think might be impacting you. One, it's this. I kind of want to acknowledge that we are constantly bombarded with the word death. So I was uh, doing some radio interviews earlier this week, and I was saying to people, look, how many articles do you see are led by the word death? Like I saw articles this week that were written that said, so-and-so does well despite the COVID deaths. The article had nothing to do with deaths. It had nothing to do with anyone dying. But the headline that grabbed your attention still said the word death. We are being inundated with the word death so many times that, come on, the reality is that's impacting us. And here's the deal. When we're inundated with so much fear, when we're inundated with so much stuff, it can certainly drive us. It can drive us to, to say, well, how should we make the best possible decisions that we can? And I know that there are families out there that are, that are worried. They have dif- disagreements on who should go out and what people should do. So we're going to get into it tonight. We're going to talk about who should go out, what should people do, how should people think, how should people react. But I want to hear from you above all. So again, we're going to start with questions right away as soon as we come back but the number's 866 391 1020. That's 866 391 1020. And I'd love to hear from you because, look, I know there's a lot of fear out there. And I want to help you find the best possible path. This is Emotional Management on KDKA Radio. Hey, we're back. I'm Dr. Christian Conti. Welcome back to Emotional Management. It's your weekly checkup from the neck up 866-391-1020 is a number. Let's go to the phone lines. Amy from Cranberry, you're on Emotional Management. Welcome to KDKA Radio.
0: Hi, Dr. Conte. How are you? I'm a little down. Uh, since February, I've had several events. Um, I know I'm not the only person going through this, but the last event, Is hitting me pretty hard. Uh, Since February, I have lost my job. I lost my sister. And last week, I had to put my dog down to cancer.
1: Oh, my goodness. I'm so So sorry to hear that. I'm having a
0: real hard time handling um, my dog and my sister.
1: Yeah. No, listen, Amy, first of all, I wish I could reach through this. I really wish I could reach through the airwaves, uh, to reach into your heart because I'm, I feel so bad. I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, I, here's the thing. I honestly think, Amy, that like, Look, I think so many people, yes, you're right. There are so many people throughout the world who are struggling right now, but I think what's happening is when people realize that they say, well, I, I can't really grieve because others are, no, listen, this are these are your struggles. The fact that you lost your sister, you lost your job. I mean, this is your security and your sister and your dog. I mean, listen, I'm a, I'm a dog person myself. Uh, my one dog's older, and I just, she's my, yeah, it's just, I feel for you in ways like I can't even express.
0: Every morning when I get up, she was right there for me for comfort, and now she's gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 so devastating. So let me ask you this, have you had any kind of uh, a ceremony or anything, like I know you have, obviously I'm guessing, let me project, you've had some ceremony around your sister, Um, did you have any kind of ceremony? And first of all, let me ask that. Let me, let me pause and ask that you had a ceremony ceremony around your sister.
0: Right.
1: Right. So you got a chance to grieve and say what you needed to say. And oftentimes we're told in this society that if we're close with our pets, oh, that's, you know, come on now. Don't, don't put them with our family. But the truth is all of us who are pet people know that our pets are a part of our family. So my question to you is, did you have any kind of final ceremony around your dog?
0: No, it was like a real fast thing. She was having trouble breathing. Um, they actually, due to the virus, they had to put her down in my car. I wasn't allowed in the building. So that's even a little harder every time I get in my car.
1: Oh, my goodness. Heck, yeah, it is. It's an enormous because every, me- every time you're in your car, that memory triggers right for you. And this just happened. This just happened recently, right?
0: Yes, this just happened Thursday, and then my niece called me Friday telling me she had to put her dog down, and and I had to go with her. I told her I wasn't going to watch the ceremony. I stepped to the side while they did her dog.
1: Man, Amy, listen, I'm so sorry for what you're going through. You're going through a lot. Like, I know the world is going through stuff. But I don't want to downplay this because what you're going through is painful. It's oh my goodness, it's so painful. So I, let's let's figure out. So where where do we go? If you had a question right now, it'd be like, where do I go from here? Is that it?
0: Right. Um, I'm having a real hard time in the mornings with my dog not being there for my support.
1: Yeah. So so again. It's radio, so you can't see my face, but like my face is dropped because I, I feel that I have a Saint Bernard. She's she's nine and she's old, and and she's that is my, same thing. So I kind of I'm only offering that to express that I know she's getting a lot older right now. I'm not doing well, uh-huh. and I identify with that. I just want you to know that I, ident- I identify with you so much around this. Thank but you. here, yeah, and here's the deal. So first of all, this just happened. This is fresh. And I think it's really important. Our first rush in today's society is, well, let's hurry up and get over this. And I say, my goodness, let's sit with this for a minute. Let's sit with this for a minute. Like, really, let's sit with this for a minute. Instead of asking yourself or even demanding of yourself, and I believe this happens in your own mind, You, your mind demands of itself, I should be over this. I, I, I shouldn't be taking it so hard. But that's family. Everybody's telling me that I'm
0: taking it too hard.
1: No, there's no such thing because absolutely no one had the relationship with your dog than you. No one. No one understands. There's a look. Amy, you know that. There was times when you looked at your dog and your dog knew what you were thinking. Right. And there's no one that could understand that. You can say that. People can cognitively understand that. But emotionally, that bond, that connection... When you can just look, I, sometimes I look at my dog and I'll just shake my head the slightest bit no that no one else in the room could even see. And she knows, no, don't do that. And it's amazing yeah. how much we can, Yeah, you know, it's amazing how much we can communicate with the most subtle of looks. So I, I believe that the connection with your dog was so much deeper than what anyone else can see. My hope for you is that, okay. I'm not. I'm not asking. I listen. I appreciate your family, your loved ones. I appreciate their, your friends, and all their perspectives. But mm-hmm. come on, now. I'm going to set those to the side right now because the only thing that actually matters in this moment is your feelings towards your dog and toward what's going on with your sister and everything else in your life. It's not. It doesn't matter what they think you should get over or where you should be. It matters where you actually are. Right. Here's the action plan. I think it's important for you to take those moments to grieve. Like in the morning, take those moments to grieve. But here's what I want you to do. So I want you to set aside a specific amount of time starting tomorrow morning. I don't care if it's 15 straight minutes. And I don't care if it's a timer on your clock. I don't care if it's a timer on your microwave. But I want you to give 15 minutes to do nothing but really focus on your dog And at the end of those 15 minutes, just like your dog would love you and let you go on the rest of your day and and be patient with you, after those 15 minutes, I want you to move forward with your day, knowing in your mind, even as a little mental prayer or meditation, you say to your dog, and I'll be back to see you tonight, but then you kind of bracket it. Now you have it 15 minutes in the morning, and I'd love to invite you to do it 15 minutes at night. Now, Uh the rest of your day, you're going about your day the way you always did, but you know you're not neglecting that emotion and the feeling that you have around your dog, but you're containing it. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it does. And a lot of the day, during the day, I'm on the internet looking for a job.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, let's be honest. This is a tough, tough time. And looking for a job right now in the midst of... So few people hiring, so few things going on. It's scary for people for sure. But I want you to know we're going to get through this. I do. I I do. And listen, you might say, who the heck are you to tell us we're going to get through this? I'm nobody, but I believe it with all my heart and soul, we're going to get through this moment. This is a tough moment in time for our country, for the world, but I believe with all of me, we're going to get through it.
0: No. Well, if God got me through a stroke and a brain hemorrhage, he's going to get me through this.
1: That's what I want to hear. See, that's empowering right there, Amy, because you know it. You know it on the deepest level of your being. Not only is God going to get you through this, but you know irrefutably. I don't care what anybody else on the planet says. Irrefutably, you'll be joined with your dog again someday, and you know that. Like your dog's in heaven kind of waiting for you like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to see you, but I'm also cool. I want you to enjoy your life because really, this is what I try to invite people to look at. I want you to look at what you really believe happens in heaven. If this is a place of ultimate peace and love, then there is no one up there who's saying, oh, you must be mourning for me right now. <laughs> you better be mm-hmm. You better be thinking. No, listen, they're in a place of complete peace with a divine being that started the universe. So they are only at a place to say, we love you and I'll just be here and I'll give you love, but I need you to enjoy this life because this life is short. Mm-hmm. How's that sit with you, Amy?
0: It, it sounds good, and I'm going to start tomorrow morning doing this.
1: I can hear it in your voice. That's a beautiful thing. This is one of the most beautiful things I love about this stuff. I can hear in your voice the empowerment that just rose from your gut all the way through you. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah, I, it will. I, I will start this tomorrow.
1: Well, listen, whatever happens. I'm
0: out of my day. I have a sister recovering from cancer, so I always want to make sure I have time for her as well
1: yeah and it's almost as if it's almost as if and i try to look for meaning i really try hard to look for meaning in life and every turn and it's almost as if this sudden death of your dog is almost as like your dog's like all right listen i can help you here on earth but i actually can help you way more if i'm up in heaven because now i'm with you all the time there's no moments off now so i can help you deal with what's going on with everything else you're dealing with and i feel like that with your sister and everyone in your life So I would reflect on that, say, thank you. Thank you to my ancestors, to my loved ones, all of you. I appreciate Mm -hmm. you. Please help me. Give me strength because this is a beautiful time for you in this moment to give your best to the world. Right. Amy, I appreciate you taking time to call in. My heart goes out to you for what you've gone through. But i got to be honest, I almost have a giddy, excited feeling for how you're going to take that that divine love and channel it into such a positive way. And I'm almost kind of giddy, excited for you and the beautiful impact you're about to have. And the more you put yourself out in that way, I believe other things are going to fall into place.
0: Well, thank you so much. And I wish you lots of good luck with your dog.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Amy. My heart goes out to you. As always, I'm sending you tons of peace. Thank you for calling in. Listen, if you want to be a part of the show, give us a call. 866-391-1020 is the number. I'm Dr. Christian Conti. This is Emotional Management on KDKA Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Christian Conti. Look, there are so many people out there who are struggling. If you happen to be one of them and you'd like insight, if you'd like a different perspective on whatever... that's all right (laughs) when you're when you're doing stuff from a distance there are going to be technical glitches here and there i see it on every level and we are grateful for being able to broadcast no matter what's going on anyway listen if you want to be a part of the show the number is 866-391-1020 that's 866-391-1020 there are so many people out there who are struggling, who are going through so much. So I wanted to get to this. I think this is important. I've I've, kind of had this. I I did a new YouTube video uh, this past week. Um, I try to do them weekly right now. I'm trying to get as much information out there for people who are struggling as possible. But, you know, one of the things I do, and I go through my website, and uh, my manager will send me tons of uh, emails, and sometimes they'll give me just um, a theme, and I appreciate that. And sometimes I go through them and I look at a theme. But one of the themes that I'm seeing right now across the board is this. So, uh, amidst COVID, people are worried. Should I go out? Should I not go out? You know, what's going to happen? Should I not? And there's so much fear. And here's what happens with fear. When people are trapped in fear, then they're going to look more keenly toward what's called confirmation bias. In other words, they're going to say, well, if you think that if people go out, they are destined, determined, 100%, guaranteed to get covid Then what you're going to do is when people go out, you're going to watch and watch and watch. And if they come home and they don't have it or uh, anything happens that doesn't happen with them getting it, you're you're going to ignore all that information. And the moment someone gets it, you're going to say, See, I told you, you never should have gone out, you never should have done anything. Hindsight bias is the belief that once something happens, we knew it beforehand. But it's an illusion. It's an illusion. And all you need to do is ask any gambler on planet Earth. It's an illusion. You can't go to a casino and say, I know exactly what numbers are going to come up. And you don't, because if you did, you really wouldn't even be calling in or talking to anybody. You'd just be off with your billions. Look, we don't know what's going to happen once whatever happens happens. Our egos kick in with what's called hindsight bias, and we say, Well, I knew that, I knew that was going to happen. And here's the problem. Here's a challenge I see a lot of people running into right now. And this is something I'm trying to glean from several emails, at least in one particular group of um, mail that I got. And that was this There are a lot of people out there who have older family members who aren't sure, What should I go to the shopping march? should I get something, should I not? And then there are multiple family members, siblings, brothers, sisters, cousins, aunts, uncles, people who are close to that core older couple, and the opinions vary. In other words, some of the siblings say, don't you dare go out. If you go out, you're definitely getting it. And other siblings are saying, ugh. I hate to see you suffer in so much fear. I think that's actually doing more damage to you right now than you heading out to the grocery store to get what you need. And the problem is, if the parents who are making that decision go out, if nothing happens, they go out with the tension of the people who doomed them. And if something happens, they have to come back with the guilt of the people who doomed them and saying you were we were right we told you this was going to happen so here's what i'm saying be easy on each other my wife said something brilliant this week she said she she saw a post and someone said in the post "Um, why do people wear a mask when they're in a car by themselves don't they know they're only breathing their own air And my wife just brilliantly, piercingly said, why do we need to judge everybody? In other words, if someone's driving in a mask by themselves, maybe that makes them feel good. Why do we need to jump in and say that's wrong and bad? Why do we need to ridicule it? Why do we need to put them down? Why can't we look at them and say, okay, that's what you do. You do you. Let me do me. And when it comes to family members, here's the rub. This is the center of it all. The more attached you are to believing that your perspective is om- omniscient, all-knowing, omniscient. As long as you believe your perspective is omniscient, and that's a God complex, I need to be clear about that, then if the more attached you are. The more angry you're going to be when people disagree with you, the more angry you're going to be if people make a decision different from what you would have made. But let me be clear, and I want to say this with love, and then just an objective reality, that's a God complex. That's a belief that your perspective is the definitive perspective on life. I don't know about you, but personally, I just can't get there. I just can't get there. I just don't believe that my perspective is the end-all be-all. I believe that my perspective is only the perspective that I see, and I'm really open to what else might be out there. And if you are too, then when you go to approach family decisions, you can say, listen, mom, dad, or whoever your loved ones are, this is my perspective on it, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to give you my best and then I'm going to let go because I believe in divine timing. I believe in the universe. I believe in it all. Listen, if if you're not sure what you believe or where to go or what to talk about, 866-391-1020 is the number. We got a whole bunch more coming up in the second hour on emotional management on KDKA Radio.